are actually live now. So I'm recording. Look, I didn't trick you. Wow, that's a first. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, I realized that I have to change my shtick. So look out. You don't know what's going to happen next. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) So how's your day today, today, Dr. C? You know, it's been interesting. Um, You know, like as far as like the clinic goes and everything has been fairly quiet. However, you know, it's kind of like coming off of um, our podcast with uh, Dr. D. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, just some lovely family relations and, you know, conversations and my father... I don't know if I've mentioned this in the previous podcast, but my, my dad lives in Northern Canada um, uh-huh. for work. And then he comes, he's like month in, month out kind of thing. And then whenever he's home, he's in Ontario. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. He asked me how I was yesterday and also, oh, what, what, do, you, what do you think of uh, the masks and everything? I'm like, well, oh, I, I, don't, I don't wear one. Like, what do, you, what, what do you mean? Like, what do I think? I don't think about them. <laughs> I try not to think about them. <laughs> and uh, followed by, you know, a good regular Catholic parent, parental, you know, guilt trip about how like I should, how I should, you know, feel the same way he does. But, um, yeah. um and then I'm, I'm, you know, I told him like, honestly, dad, like screw, screw the masks, you know, like so I'm he really... wears the mask. I take it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like he, he's, he's drank the lead for sure. Gotcha. You know, but I'm gotcha. like, you know what? honestly, like I'm way more concerned about my personal safety. I now live in Atlanta where, yep. you know, yep. violence is up to oh, yeah. Yeah. 100% in the last couple of weeks. And you know, like, Everywhere I go, I now have to be careful because I'm driving while white. You know, like it's a thing. Yep. It's a thing. If people come near my car, I, I like internally I flip out. <laughs> so. well, let's start off with that because Atlanta is. We were talking about this earlier. Atlanta's like becoming the Chicago and New York now. It's gotten out of control. Oh yeah. What was it? Okay, so let me bring up the article I sent you earlier because yeah. I was just well. This is from the know, because, um, AJC. Yeah, it's by the AJC, which, which Yes, which in and of itself was shocking because um, I think we referenced this last week. The um, government in general, but particularly in Atlanta, has done a wonderful job of censoring any actual news coming out of the Mm -hmm, city, mm -hmm. Um, you know, which is... Like not telling us really what was going on with the police force uh, dropping out, the blue flu, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, they were minimizing that. Like there was no tomorrow as if it wasn't even happening. Right, exactly. So That's why they had to give them a $500 bonus just to keep them on the job. Well, no, no. It was a, it was a uh, COVID worker oh, yeah, bonus. Yeah. yeah. They only gave to keep them on the job. I'm sure this was in the works way before uh, Blue Flu came in and other officers oh, totally. on the job. Yeah, right. Totally. Total BS. Total BS. And, um, Keisha Bottoms. I'm, I'm, I don't know. What, I'm, I'm tired <laughs> I mean, of the hyphenated names. Keisha right? Lance Bottoms, yeah, right? Yeah, just Keith, Keisha Bottoms. I'm, I'm done with the Lance <laughs> part. Just done right. with it. Uh, has just colossally screwed Atlanta with mm-hmm. her decision with Officer Rolf. Colossally oh, yeah. screwed the yeah. city. So, Completely. I mean, the article that you referenced, because I read it earlier when you sent it over to me too, is just, yeah. it, it's just proof positive of the problem she has caused. Because, oh, for sure. So, yeah. actually, this was yesterday. So, fittingly, it happened Monday during the City Council's Public Safety Committee mm. hearing as council members and interim police chief Rodney Bryant were grappling with it unrest plaguing the city. Councilman Antonio Brown, who represents the district just west of downtown, hmm. so one of the crappiest areas of the entire city. <laughs> what part <laughs> is that? Does it say what, uh, what uh, area, you know, like... Um, no, 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 it just said west of, just west of the, the city. city. <laughs> was getting ready to speak in the virtual meeting when he told the chief, I was just notified there was a young man who was just shot and killed hmm. at 377 Westchester Boulevard. Can you get a unit out there? He's been on on the ground and there's no police who have come he's dead already he's on the ground and the residents have put a sheet over him and the police still haven't arrived 
Someone said, it sounds like Afghanistan. Can you please yeah, come yeah. and pick up the body? The residents put a sheet over him. Can you please come pick up the body? Unbelievable. Yeah. He said, it sounds yeah. like Afghanistan. Can you mm. please come and pick up the body? You know, honestly, who can blame the police right now? Who can blame the police? No for one. Not, yeah, because the, no, the no, city okay, doesn't no one, have their back. No one in their right, okay, let's no. back it up. No one in their right mind. Yeah. No yeah, one right, right. a rational thinking person. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say person because we don't want to offend anyone who happens to miss, you know, I don't want to misgender anybody <laughs> or trigger anybody. The you know what? You right. want your, in their yeah, rational yeah. cisgenders. <laughs> oh my God. If you want your microaggressions. Yeah, Come take here. them somewhere else. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You can take yeah, your microaggressions. Like I, got your and microaggressions. Shove it on the show. I got, I got your microaggressions right yeah, here. Right here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll go all jersey on your ass. I have no problems. Come on. Come oh, on. I, I am Come so here. sick of this because you know Atlanta. Atlanta is. I mean, it's a wonderful city. We've got so much that has happened in the last ten years. It used yeah. to be a horrible food city. Now we got some great restaurants. I mean, it's not like a New York or a San Francisco, or even a Chicago. No, but, I mean, but, but for, now in the violence realm. I mean, it's just. Unbelievable what's oh, happening. Yeah. And then it said on June 13th, as angry protesters milled around the South Atlanta yeah. Wendy's the day after Richard Brooks was shot. Yeah. yeah. And hours before the restaurant was burned down by his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a he wild was white. Not yeah. that it matters. <laughs> right. Um, there was a wild shootout in the Edgewood neighborhood in East Atlanta. Yeah. Five people were wounded and two were killed. Residents reported hearing perhaps 40, 40 gunshots. Yeah. Earlier this month, the owners of a bar in the popular Edgewood Avenue nightlife district posted a photo online of the business's sma window smashed by a bullet. Yeah. It said they felt unsafe and were closing until, quote unquote, until the city gets its shit together. What <laughs> caused this? Eight people were shot nearby yeah. in six yeah. days. Death. Friday in South Atlanta, police found the body of an 80-year-old man, yeah. Clarence Knox, inside his home. Residents reported at least 20 two zero shots the night before. In cops thinks think he was the unintended victim of a drive-by shooting <laughs> and over the weekend there was this headline six injured in three overnight drive-by shootings in atlanta one of the victims is a 10 year old boy <laughs> during so it says violence is off the chain in atlanta during the first three weeks of this month may 31 to june 20th okay 75 75 people have been shot in atlanta last year during this period 35 people were shot <laughs> at this rate it'll be 100 shots by a hundred shot by July, yeah. eleven people have been killed during that three-week period last year. Five. So you know, I'm using a little bit of hyperbole when I said we're at Chicago and New York levels. We're not. We're getting there. We're going up. I mean, it's over a hundred percent from last oh, yeah. year, and it's it's you know we've always had violence in the city, but not like this because the police won't even go down there, which I don't blame them. So what's the mayor going to do? I mean, that, I mean, and, and that article. I didn't see anything from the mayor's office of how they no, were going to address this. I, I mean, why would, why would there? She's doing a oh, fantastic yeah. job. Oh, yeah. Well, she's on the short she's list fabulous. for Biden, right? She's yeah. absolutely fabulous yeah, with yeah. Like, like little, like, soon old lesbian haircut and, like, <laughs> a little thumb nose and, like, yeah. and her, uh -huh. you know, like, uh, you know, body hugging, That's like, right. floating. I mean, yep. like, oh, right. my God. She, like, like, she looks like she could, like, twerk a little bit. But, you know, like, yep. she totally looks acceptable. Like, it's not for y'all. Like, <laughs> puts, oh, my God. Like, ah. She puts a lot of work into that hair. It, it, it's always perfect. Never moves. But at least, at least, when I say we're becoming like Chicago, at least she doesn't look like Beetlejuice. So at least it's, it's hair amazing. It, you bad. know, I mean, it's amazing what happens when you're the spawn of Satan. I mean, maybe I think <laughs> it's like some like sort of hell, 
hair gel uh, or hair, hair mousse that's manufactured in it. I don't understand. It just automatically understand. makes you look coiffed and put together. But also, you know, like your soldiers yeah. rots. I don't now, understand the left. I don't understand why they just can't address these issues. I mean, it's every Democrat-run city, every major Democrat-run city has these issues. And it's always a powder keg when something happens, like what happened here with the Rayshard Brooks, and it just blows up and they are feckless. They just don't know what to do because they're afraid that they're going to piss off their base and lose power. And and that's that's all it is. And they enable their base to do this. It's just, just... well, but the thing is, there's no, there's no incoherent and there's nobody, I mean, with a spine on the right. I mean, Tim yeah. Scott got up last week, but you know what? Oh, At yeah. the end of the day, like the, you know, the bill that he put forth was just to pacify the Democrats. They, no one was rallying about police mm-hmm. reform six months ago. No one gave oh, a shit. Uh-uh. No yeah. one gave a full. Where was the Obama administration on police reform? And then it, let's it, just... it was a non. It was a non-issue. Every issue that is brought to the floor or attempted to brought have been like brought to the floor yeah. is simply reactionary. Well, how do you address? police uh policing in in state by state how does the fed feds even get involved in this how did the feds even address this first of all you shouldn't and second of all it's a state and local issue exactly this is the city of atlanta sides like and again it's the people right are able to elect representatives who present and pass legislation as they see fit it's the whole purpose that's why we're not one big massive country with no borders, like in between exactly. separate, you know, regional areas, between separate, you know, like, or I mean, you know, different countries have different setups. So we have we have states, but that's why we have local governments. We have larger, you know, governments. Yeah. Obviously, like we have a governor, and then you have the president. It's a yeah. whole setup because yeah. not every solution. Just like with COVID, let's say COVID had been even twenty five percent as bad as they said it was going to be. What would work in Wyoming would not work in New York City. What worked not, in Ohio would absolutely. not work in Atlanta. It's completely incongruous. So like, you have to fix your own problems. Yeah, it, yeah, so, it goes back to personal responsibility. It's like the black community, if you got problems, figure out how to fix them. The, 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 the solution is not to blame everyone else for your problems. Yeah. Just like the poor white kid whose mom is high on meth and his dad just OD'd in the fucking car because yep. he on heroin, yep. his, his solution is not to go do the same thing. His solution is not to go do whatever, you know? It, his solution is to buckle down, get a job, cope yeah. as humanly as best as possible or go ask go ask for resources, go well, ask for help, but don't repeat the cycle. Do not repeat the same poor behavior. But for God's sake, even if you do yeah. the same thing as your parents did, keep it to yourself. Don't hurt other people. That's well, not the then, solution. And then listen, Atlanta's falling apart. Their policing's falling apart. Their police refusing to go into bad areas, which I completely, completely understand. And totally. now they want the federal government to do some kind of police reform. Wait, wait a minute. I live in a, a city that doesn't have issues. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to have to be uh, regulated by the federal government. And you know no, that costs and, money. No, no, no. But the, the problem is everybody wants someone else to do the dirty work. Everyone yeah. else wants someone else to be the adult and fix the problem. But then what happens is when the federal government has to act as the parent in the room and the parent is the federal government and they have to come in and they have to put everybody in timeout, yeah. it doesn't look nice. It's it, the National Guard. It's the United States Army. Yeah, then everybody's like play. freaking out. And then who gets blamed again, right? The, the Republicans will get blamed. People. White people get blamed. You, yeah. you hear what happened up in uh, Minneapolis, right, where they defunded the police, morons yeah. that they are. And all of a sudden, these four, these either three or four city council members started to get some threats. So they hired private security paid oh, yeah. for by the city. 
So yeah, they, they, they get private security. Nobody yeah. else does. There's because, no police. Because their lives matter more than the rest of Oh, them. exactly, exactly. Well, you know, they're what uh, all animals are equal, just some animals are more equal than others, right? Okay, and, and just 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 to reference and clarify, he is not referencing he is not <laughs> referring to any people of color and or other ethnic no. as animals. He is in fact referencing the book Animal, animal Farm. Farm. Animal right. Farm. Yeah. Read it. Absorb mm. it reject its, its premises okay it's, 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 read a freaking book yeah a, a, hey, read atlas shrugged if everybody read atlas shrugged the world would change exponentially that honestly book, i think animal okay forget atlas shrugged okay because atlas shrugged is very cerebral it's on a much higher plane <laughs> and not is. everyone has one the attention span or two just like and well and it takes like you know about seven months to read because it's, it's like sitting down book. to read a tale of two cities is it yeah. worthwhile if Great you can do book. it yes i am a very accomplished and extremely Ex- avid reader however it has, it took me over a dozen tries to actually sit down and finish that book like it's it was like hardcore right yeah listen if you read animal farm you read a brave new world by aldous huxley and you read um lord, it, of, the lord flies, of the flies read lord of the good. flies you are yeah. literally good you are literally good those yep. three books will keep marxism and communism away yep. Forever. So those it's, are your starter books. Yeah. Now the advanced book is Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. Great well, book. you know, it really is a great book. It's just oh, long I don't doubt it. Hell. I don't doubt it. But I think those books you have to be yeah. in the right frame of mind for. And, and then as far as being immediately relevant. Yeah. And then you know, go read the Brave New World and um, Lord of the Flies is far, and, far more. And, and then go read the Count of Monte Cristo, just because it's such a great book. It really is just a great book. <laughs> and Silence of the Lambs. No, we're not going to talk about books. Anyway. <laughs> well, again, again, you know, Count of Monte Cristo, Alexandre Dumas was an amazing, it was an oh, amazing such a good book. He's amazing, amazing author. Yeah. Again, it's, it, it's one of those books, actually, I have never made it past like chapter five. Really? Just, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No, it's one, of, it's, it's one of my pet peeves in life. Like this is one of my goals is to actually Get finish. Past chapter five? <laughs> well, no, no, that too, but it's actually to finish The Count of Monte Cristo, Cristo in its entirety because yeah. I realize it's such an amazing read. It's it just – I read it in high school, and I, I couldn't put it down. I read it like – I. I think I read that book in one setting. I was just so oh, really? uh, I just get, with it. I get so caught up in the imagery and the descriptors. Oh, it's, it's just, so good. Like for me, it's overwhelming, or at yeah. least it was every other time I've tried to pick it up. Yeah. Now, I will say a book that I really enjoyed and that I read cover to cover pretty much in like a day and a half yeah. was Dracula by Bram Stoker. I have not read. I, that's a book I attempted to read. Oh, one my time. God. Yeah. That one, like I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. And did, we just, did we just find a squirrel? <laughs> Possibly. And you know what? Look, our moods change. You see this? It's nice. The squirrel was so much more edifying. Let's, than the well, let's go back to being pissed off. It was kind of fun. And oh, <laughs> I, st- I still would like to just give a plug for you know Bram Stoker's original yeah. Dracula because it is such an amazing book. I could not sleep for like a month with a wow. light on. Like that's huh. it's intense. Like it's intense. None and of the I movies are any good. None of the I movies. St- I mean, I- I've seen like some bits and pieces, but you yeah, know, it's just like mo- it's super hokey. But you know what? They I mean, are. Those black and white movies, they serve a purpose. If you can't sleep. Well, no, there's some, color, there's some movies in color from Dracula too, you know. <laughs> like Gary Oldman. Okay, you're, always, <laughs> you're always ragging on me for never like knowing my history. Like That's true. I do. I did you it know, yesterday. There's lots too. of old stuff yeah. that I happen to be intimately familiar <laughs> with. It's just like right. not always a subject <laughs> Kudos, but not to see reading a book <laughs> and getting past chapter five. Exactly. Read a so, book. <laughs> so I'm really pissed off. I'm really pissed yeah. off at two things. 
I'm, okay, I'm well, just, 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 just so our listeners know, yeah. he's pissed off all the time. About, <laughs> and he also hates most things. I do. Things. Well, yeah, I have very little patience for things. There's no doubt about <laughs> or that. And many things or many people. Yeah, but I do it with a smile. So, but uh, I do have very little patience. <laughs> most of the time. I, and then the camera yeah. off. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, 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 I like things to be a, 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 a expedited. I like things to be you know, process quickly and like, no, don't waste my time. Let's just go, go, go. And I understand. And it's been challenged all my life because not everybody else is like that, but it's like, okay, like waiting in line. Can't do it. Don't like it at an airport. Who, 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 who decides to walk slow at an airport? That just drives me crazy, but I digress. So, but these two things are happening in our country right now. And I, today it just kind of hit me and I found some solace and, um, in an, uh, another avenue, which we'll talk about later. But you've got two things in this country that the media, the media are wedging us apart. And we should not be wedged apart. We should not allow the media to do this. One is that uh, they've got us all thinking cops are bad. And they got us all thinking that blacks think cops are bad. Couldn't be farther from the truth. I've got some stories here I'll share in just a minute. That there, there are black people helping police officers or paying for their lunch. In fact, let me get into that right now because this whole thing with the with cops defund the cops and all this, as if the, all minorities, uh, all blacks hate cops. It's just well, there, I mean, there was there was a black guy, there was a black guy a couple of weeks ago who literally just went around giving cops hugs. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he was know. black and he did that for like three days. He just gave out hugs. Yeah, there was a story that uh, I read and I had it and I lost it. So apologies that these. Four police officers were having lunch, and a black guy got up and bought all four. Here it is. Black man walks up to table to police officers at Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, hello, they've also gotten a bad rap. Refuses to take uh, no for an answer, and he pays for their lunch. Yes. So, I mean, this just happened. How, how awesome is that? Where was the media? This is from uh, the Western Journal. Gee, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't see NBC. I don't see CNN in there. I don't even see Fox News, right? Where, where's wow. ABC? No, a, a, a story out of the Western Journal. And, and we where, have to hear where, it from that. And where, where in this country does the Western Journal cover? I'm not uh, familiar with that. I have no idea. Let me see. Uh, Pell City, Alabama. Yeah, the, Pell City Police Department. Yeah, Pell so City, Alabama. Called. This is, yeah, Pell City, Pell City not, Alabama. Not yeah, this Pell City is uh, not far out of Birmingham, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's a Birmingham suburb area. out of. Okay, yeah. so not so not terribly far from us. No, actually, about an hour and a half, two hours. There's a picture of the gentleman buying, and he's a gentleman buying these police officers' yeah. lunch. Now, again, Cracker Barrel's gotten a bad rap for being racist because they did have probably about hmm, fifteen years ago, maybe more. <laughs> one incident that happened. You know, when one happens, you're forever tainted, right? Um, yeah. But Cracker Barrel, you know, decent organization, great service. And, oh, I and love their baked apple. Heart, heart, heartfelt to see this. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one here. This is from, uh, all right, maybe we're a little, this is the Western Wall Street Journal uh, commentary. So we're a little more mainstream here where mm -hmm. this gentleman, a black man risks life, saves cop from burning car. This man is my brother through Christ. So mm -hmm. this black guy who has had run-ins with the police, it says in the article, uh, mm -hmm. sorry, here's somebody say there was a, a car wreck, cars on fire, there's a police car. This guy just gets up what he was doing, runs out there and pulls a police officer out from a burning car. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't see CNN on here, uh, no. NBC, ABC. Of course not. Yeah, this is, I it mean, is it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, 
it doesn't fit the narrative. No. It doesn't fit the narrative, good or bad. Good or bad, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah, I mean, we, these things are happening all the time, but our media, useless as they are, wants to divide us because the narrative yeah, is right. And, and speaking of divisiveness, I mean, I actually was um, looking at articles today um, in preparation for tonight's show, yeah. and I actually came across something. And first of all, I mean, I cut the cable cord a long, long time ago. So did I. So did I. And uh, Fox apparently has come mm. up and launched God, you told me about this. <laughs> since That's... the beginning of the year, Fox yeah. Soul, okay, which is targeted at African-Americans and apparently airs for four hours each day. Well, for 4th of July, which is second to Christmas, is this country's second most sacred holiday, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I use sacred fairly liberally, okay? Um, you know, sacred as in being like, you know, mind, body, and soul, not just literally spiritually, but it is literally our second important, most yeah. important holiday. On this day, Fox yeah. Soul has chosen to yeah. elevate and air Louis Farrakhan. That infuriates Hours. Louis Farrakhan, one of the most disgusting, most race baiting, uh, anti Semite. Like, you think David yeah, Duke that is a Semite? infuriates me. This man makes David Duke look yeah. like Daisy Duke. Yeah. He like, is the Louis personification Farrakhan of evil. Is disgusting. Louis Farrakhan is an evil, evil oh, man. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, when they say they don't feed the gremlins, like after what is it, midnight? Yeah. yeah. Louis Farrakhan is a don't feed the animals because they will bite you. I can't you. believe Fox is doing it. any part of Fox. Fox Soul, Fox Rubber. I, I don't mean, care I what it is. I'm so disappointed know? in Fox. Like honestly, uh, if I had like if, if Fox News called us tomorrow and was like, "Hey, yeah. you're on our show," like unless you were Brett Bear, unless it was Brett Bear's show or uh, Martha McCallum, I'd be like, uh, "I don't think so." Yeah. Maybe Hannity, maybe, but even so, I'd be like, "Listen, dude, like one, you need well, to like." I'm I'm done with, I've been done for years. I mean, decades. I've been done with the mainstream media. They uh, are, they've been useless for decades. In fact, you, you can go back into the 1970s and Mm -hmm. uh, see how the mainstream media has been fabricating stories and feeding narrative. They don't, as Dan Bongino often says, so hat tip to him is they don't tell you uh, the story. They tell you a story. A story. Yeah. It's not necessarily the one you want to hear or the one that you should hear, but exactly. it's a story. Yeah, because they're not even a story in its entirety. It's a piece of a story. Yeah, and the media, you know, I can't tell you how far back it's been just useless, but it's been useless so far back. In fact, during the Vietnam War, and that was before my time too, Doctor C. Okay, before the Vietnam War, I, the I, media, I am familiar with the, with the Vietnam War. <laughs> the media was also yeah. propagating lies, and my, uh, uncles, my uncles had to register for the draft for that yeah. one. So the so the media has been doing this forever and a day. There's, and there, but there's so many other sources out there now that the media it, it does not have the sway they used to, but they still have sway and they're still dividing this country. What they're doing with race relations in this country is just uh, it's it's unconscionable. Where 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 are the Latinos, by the way? Where are the Latino lives matter? What, what happened to that? Oh well, according where, to Ace, Latinos yeah. and Latinas are black. 
I know, but you don't hear anything Ay, about papi, yeah. bro, black. <laughs> Didn't you know? Right, right. Latino, <laughs> I, there, there are several things that I've seen on social media is where the Latino, uh, the reason you don't hear much about the Latino community is because if the police came up and the, the person, the kid or whatever, the parents saw the kid doing something bad, they'd say to the police, shoot him again so he learns a lesson. So it's an entirely <laughs> different uh, culture. The, that's a joke. Yeah, that's I, a joke. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, it's like jokes not meant few of which are actually <laughs> so so this this is just the media has gotten me boiled today yeah. with they're just misinformation but then there's black lives matter mm -hmm. and i've been doing a lot of research on black lives matters and we're going to do a full-on show I've been, yeah i've been getting the text messages y'all yeah oh my god lot. this organization is do not do not give them any money do not give them any credibility this is a horrible I mean, organization at least of which because basically they're just being used as a funnel for oh. democratic you know the democratic yeah. party like literally uh what what is it um act blue yeah yeah so about, if, yeah. if you donate to black lives matter literally you'll get a page thank you for donating to act blue which is a direct well, extension of the I've researched that too. ActBlue is an, a, a fundraising arm that Democrats use. So you, you'll see all these um, apparatus, apparatchiks that um, um, media is saying that, no, that's not the case. They just use ActBlue because a lot of other leftist organizations use ActBlue, but I don't trust them. I don't believe them. I, I, I think they're corrupt. I think they're dishonest. So yeah, there's money most likely being funneled from Black Lives Matters into Democrat coffers. And right now we're talking well over well over $100 million. The George Soros organization, Open Society, I think is the name of it, has given them $30 million. And then there's another oh. organization that's given tens of millions of dollars. It's a left-wing organization. And then you've got all these corporate companies now are feeding them money. Like, um, I believe Apple has given them oh, a well, I mean, dollars. That's, I mean, that's a no-brainer. I mean, Apple is... Yeah. But here's the thing is, uh, I think I asked you, did you know this, the Black Lives Matters movement was started by lesbian militant militant feminist oh and i said it doesn't shock me it doesn't yeah shock me. The, the two ladies if you can call them that <laughs> that started this are two persons militant. who happen to be possessed biological breasts and may or may yeah. not have been born with a biological vagina they are militant feminist lesbians oh please. one of them is married to a <laughs> white woman by the way not that that matters but you know what it does because of what they're doing now i'm going to pull up a tweet if i can find it from 2016 and uh one of the i just need you to stop pulling up that picture of uh what's her face from the squad <laughs> there she is right Ringo there. Star, uh, Ayanna, yeah, yeah. i just need you to She's... stop bringing up Ayanna <laughs> face because it is scary to look at there is a tweet from uh, February of 2016 from one of the co-founders of the Black Lives Matters movement uh, who basically said that I'm having a hard time right now not wanting to kill all men and all whites. I'm paraphrasing the tweet because I can't find it, but uh, I'll find it and put it in the show notes. But she tweeted this out and she said, please, Allah, help me from killing men and all whites please 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 now please allah so she's muslim she's muslim she's a militant feminist lesbian and she's muslim what is wrong with that picture does she is well, she so it's, stupid it's and she I, and understand I, and I think we referenced this in that podcast last week because there was a nasty militant islamic woman on twitter 
saying how much the um, the Quran and the prophets, as well as many other teachers, you know, they were the only the only the only question about lesbianism or you know homosexuality or being yeah. gay that they had any qualms about or disagreements about was just on how they should kill them. So, I mean, I mean, I mean. One of them said they should be stoned to death. One of them said they should be thrown off a high building and then stoned to death. And that's Another their academic they, conversation, right? I mean, apparently, I mean, if you are in Yemen, I mean, this is totally like an acceptable and actually probably an encouraged topic of conversation. <laughs> so, Islam is definitely not accepting or tolerant of LGBTQ lifestyles. Oh, so, and and so they, they, but you cannot openly be a woman and be a lesbian at the same time and truly be Muslim or at least a practicing Muslim. You can call yourself whatever you want, but you can pray to Allah or whatever else uh, they pray to and you can read the Quran, but you ain't really Muslim. So, I mean, this is just, and why, where's our media? Why don't we hear this? This is the part that just pisses me off is why don't we hear about this? Why do we have to go to alternative sources to, to learn about this? Why is our media shutting us out of pivotal or critical information so people can actually make decisions instead of telling a story? Because, because whether it's someone or something behind it, it, having, you know, trying to present a unified message or, you know, telling everyone what their marching orders are, as Dr. D said yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it, at the same time, at the, the, the issue is that they don't believe the American people will capable capable of making their own decisions or you know acquiring their own information. So they just accept, you know, they just they just believe them to accept and eat whatever they whatever they provide for them. Yeah, it's and just the story. I mean at the end of the day they think we're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, and, they do. I mean and while I say uh, while I will acquiesce to some of the American people being idiots, just as much as any other country, you know, we have a certain population that are just stupid. The major the primary problem in the United States it's apathy. It's not stupidity. It's apathy. Yeah. And then yeah. you have yeah. the, a small the fraction of the population um, on the opposite, complete opposite end of the spectrum, whether it's BLM or it's the Westboro Baptist Church or yeah, it's yeah. David Duke and his, you know, 100 followers, you know. Like oh, they'll tell you about David Duke, though, and his 100 follower. They'll well, tell you yeah, about but, that. But what I'm saying is, except for those extreme small portions of the population, the po- the the problem with the United States, and this may be more so an issue here than in certain other countries where it's culturally acceptable and actually encouraged yeah. to be aware of what's going on, the American populace as a whole are completely, I mean, I'll say completely, obviously it's a mass generalization, but a, yeah. a large segment are completely okay and content yeah. being apathetic and uninformed. So here's the tweet. I found it. It's, uh, please, Allah, give me strength to not cuss slash kill these men and white folks out here today. Please, please, please. It should say, please, Allah, please prevent mm-hmm. me from being stoned or killed in horrific ways or being torn limb from limb yeah. and being rendered into the gates of the fiery pits of hell for being mm-hmm. a lesbian. So these two, these two um, I don't even know what to call them. I mean, I'm biting my tongue here. What I really want to call these two that started Black Lives Matter because uh, they're scum of the earth, for one thing. They're just absolute mm-hmm. scum. These two came from traditional households with a uh, father and mother, and uh, middle class primarily. And they both advocate the um, breakdown of the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, the reason why you see so much of the LGBTQ 
LGBTQ community wrapped up into this is because these two are LGBTQ. And I don't know what the Q means, but you go right ahead. The Q, the Q is queer. The yeah. Q, oh, well, at least, you know, gosh, this, this is crazy. And <laughs> I then, mean, um, I, mean, I mean, you did ask. so I did. I did. So you got these two. They're, they're just they're agenda driven. Mm -hmm. And they this all came out of the Trayvon Martin shooting. This yeah. was born from when Trayvon Martin and for two years, they didn't do, really do anything with it. Somebody else co-opted their name and uh, fundraised on it to actually um, bring people and communities and police officers to, together. But that guy doesn't get any credit. That guy who did it, who's a record executive, doesn't get any, any props. These two are what the media gloms onto. These two who are Marxists, they're admitted Marxists. Mm -hmm. they, they want to break up the family. They're, I mean, their whole, if you read what their agenda is for the Black Lives Matter or Black movement, it's like, oh my gosh, people wake up. Look well, I mean, I, I mean, okay. So this, uh, this I will say. When I moved to the United States, and I was going through college, and I mean, I worked my butt off, right? Like I yeah. was taking eighteen, nineteen credit hours a semester. I was working twenty hours a week on campus, and I was invo heavily involved in extracurriculars on campus as well. Well, once I got to grad school and I made friends outside, you know, I had some friends who had been, you know, born into middle class or sometimes even, you know, slightly upper middle class families, and no one had to work. None of them had had to have a summer job mm. in high school or in college. Oh, yeah. None of them had to work on campus. If they did, it was strictly just kind of like for the fun of it. Like, oh, yeah, like I work, you know, like it's kind of like, I don't know, a laugh or something. I'm not, yeah. I'm not really sure. Um, cause, I mean, like, because I've been working since I've been 11. I, I was 11. I think we referenced that on the podcast. Yeah. I was, mentioned that too. But this is a prime example of I don't care how much money you make. If you're poor, obviously you got to work. If you're rich, you put your you put your kids to work or in some sort of training yeah, program so they come yeah, out yeah. the way that you would like or at least have the skills in which to yep. do something constructive, even if it's just running your nonprofit for the rest of their lives. I don't know. But for some reason, there seems to be some hole that middle-class kids fall into yeah. where they're just wealthy enough that they feel like, oh no, I just want my kids to be kids. Okay, well, your baby girl, your baby boy is 18. They're no longer children. They're yep. no longer and children. So they, need to, have... they need something to do. Something. To, I mean, devil's hand. Uh, you know, idle hands are the devil's plaything. It's a real thing. Yep. Look at Ayanna yeah, Presley. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is what also, happens. Ayanna Presley really... happens whenever you don't give your kids job or make your kids get a job. That's what yeah. happens. Ayanna Presley. Ayanna Presley, also known as Lex Luthor. All right. So, <laughs> so this woman, she's coming out here saying that uh, Black Lives Matters is a mandate, and and that w we need to pay them what they are owed. Or pay her no. what she's owed. What is what is what's her comment? It's in here. Reparations. But, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pay us what we are owed is what she's saying now. That Black Lives Matters is, is a mandate. It's like oh my god. So now you've got can, this. Can, can, can you hear? Can you hear that? That's another example of uh, how well the city is doing right now. There's just like <laughs> five five like police cars and fire trucks going by my apartment. Yeah. Wow. So that, that's the state of Atlanta right now. Well, yeah. Are is it, was where you're at considered Atlanta? I have an Atlanta address, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, here's uh, what uh, Lex Luthor's quote is. But our work is unfinished, Lex Luthor concluded. There is a rallying cry in communities across the nation. Black Lives Matters is a mandate from the people. It's time. Pay us what you owe us. 
Our black skin is not a crime. It is the beautiful robe of nation builders. Thank you. I yield. How about you go away, you complete piece of crap? You mm-hmm. and, and what's with the bald head? I mean, what she the woman just looks she had hair outright before. evil. I mean, this time last year she had hair. I mean, yeah. she. I mean, it is possible, you know, that she was stricken with a condition called alopecia. However, she has eyebrows, so it's yeah. not likely. No, I'm I'm betting it's for effect. Otherwise, oh. we would have heard about it. The media would have told us, "Oh, poor Ayanna Presley, you know, she has to turn into Lex <laughs> Luthor because." I mean, this woman is again. <laughs> And I'm not even I'm not even so, so sure if I want to give her the moniker of pure evil uh, because she's so stupid. She just so no. Stupid I mean, and she's I mean, okay. A again, there's, she's there's a people who are legitimately evil. There's yeah. people who do legitimately evil things, and there's people who are just dumb and acting in evil ways yeah. just because they're so dumb and they're just followers, you know, and yeah. they want so badly to belong. They'll do anything it takes. So, so and this Ayanna, is... Ayanna Presley, if, if y'all don't already know, Ayanna Presley is one of these is the least significant and or well-known yes. member of the squad. Yeah. So she needs to get her attention. Squad is AOC, Ilhan Omar, um, Ayanna Presley, and, um, a Tlaib chick. Yes. Real crazy Rashida one. Tlaib, Rashida Tlaib, who yeah. is, oh my gosh, just so God awful. She was the one who was saying, yeah, yeah we have to proclaim our abortions and yeah. like, oh, like, oh, she's, what kind she's, of she's a basket case. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I feel bad for the city of Detroit. It's not like they, they have enough problems. They don't need her. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. And actually that segues into um, kind of perfectly SCOTUS's decision today. Yeah. Well, or actually yesterday, uh, today, today's Monday. <laughs> it feels like. Well, why don't we take a break okay. and then we'll come back. We'll bring, we'll talk about that. And then we're going to, uh, I want to give some hope. I know it's a wishy-washy word. I don't like that word, um, but I want to give some hope. I want to talk mm-hmm. about what I have found that has given me some hope. So we'll be right back as soon as I can figure out how all this electronic stuff that we have works, right? All right, guys, we'll be right back. Let's see what we can Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address Make sure that you vote and vote informed. All right. We are back. So um, you got an article, Dr. C, you shared with me earlier. Yeah, so this is from the New York Times. The Supreme Court strikes down Louisiana abortion law with Roberts yeah. the deciding vote. Roberts. Uh, yeah. Love so that guy. Oh, God. <laughs> he's he's so, so the consistent. Supreme, Supreme Court needs to be aborted. <laughs> The case over state law requiring doctors performing abortions to have admitting privileges at nearby hospitals is a first abortion ruling since two Trump appointees joined the court. Yeah. So you're a doctor. Mm -hmm. I think I know what this means, but when they say admitting privileges, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll try to uh, paraphrase it and you tell me if I'm right. Mm -hmm. So under current law, before the Supreme Mm -hmm. Court came in, is each abortion clinic on staff had to have a doctor that had admitting privileges to a hospital, meaning they could admit patients into a hospital, correct? And so they had to have that person on staff. They couldn't perform abortions if there was not that person on staff. Is, is that it? So admitting 
privileges, yes, it, yeah. it is in a literal sense your ability, um, or is rather your capacity to admit and ability to admit yeah. patients to that hospital facility. But also with that, though, with the admitting privileges, otherwise known as quote unquote hospital privileges, which yeah. is a far more accurate um, way of putting it. So not only are you able to call up the admitting desk, um, and it's usually in the emergency room, yeah. um, just because it's, you know, it's easy to triage through there. Um, you're able to admit patients, but also you're able to actually treat them in the hospital without actually having, without being in a hospital employee. So you're able to come in, you're able to, con- you know, you're able to consult and other, and otherwise co-treat with the other physicians on staff at the hospital. And yet that you can still maintain your autonomy and your, and for lack of a better term, control over the patient's yeah. care. So it provides for a greater continuity of care, but also like if I said, so I'm a chiropractor, so um, there aren't many hospitals across the country that have allow chiropractors hospital privileges. There are some, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it would be like if I admitted someone to Northside Hospital, okay, and I went in and I'm like, okay, you know, this patient's been dealing with such and such and such. They've mm-hmm. caught Aquinas syndrome, you know, so let's try to come up with the best possible way, you know, especially post-surgery. That would be, you know, my role. And then also I'd yeah. kind of be like the head, you know, kind of like at the top of the heap if it like, I mean, I, again, being a chiropractor is a little different, but all, all, all things considered, you know, you, your, your word and your experience and your knowledge of the patient's history and their response to different treatments, especially because you're also presuming a longer term relationship with that patient, your word carries a lot more weight. Um, so basically what this is, is when you have an abortion clinic, you know, a lot of these abortion clinics, depending on what state you're in, you know, if you're in Louisiana mm-hmm. or more of the rural states, you know, let's say even Montana or Wyoming, you know, yeah, you know yeah. it may be hours before you come up and off hospital. So if you are having, or you have an abortion clinic nowhere near a hospital, or if you happen to have an abortion clinic that is near a hospital, but that doctor has no privileges yeah. through which to admit said patient or, you know, make sure they're well taken care of that can greatly compromise the quality of their care. Not least of which, you know, if someone has an abortion, it is major surgery. You are literally physically removing a major living thing from a very intimate part of your anatomy. And so it's a, I mean, again, contrary to popular belief, contrary to what the left wants you to believe, it is very complicated in sometimes and depending on what stage the pregnancy is at and also comes with a lot of risks to obviously baby, but also to mom. And there are hot you know, hundreds, if not thousands of women who die every year from botched abortions yeah. or even more so from the complications that result thereafter, because they are done in facilities that aren't up to snuff. They're done in facilities where there isn't quick access to care should an emergency or should complications arise. So it's more so in those instances where, those women, let's say if you are having an abortion and let's say your placenta tears, right? Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. So if you have Mm -hmm. a placental tear, it can compromise, you know, the integrity of your uterine wall. You know, there's a lot of potential for a lot of bad things to happen, not least of which clots, which you can throw a clot to your brain, to your heart, to your lungs. I mean, you know, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds as to the medicine. Long story short, if you don't have admitting privileges, you can't be like, Hey, they're going there now. You need to open up a bed now. That could that could result in the patient dying. 
Gotcha. So without the admitting privileges, then what happens? They just recommend or they call an ambulance? No, you, you have to, you would have to call an ambulance. But again, yeah. a lot of, the, a lot of these abortion clinics don't necessarily want that attention, right? No, no. So they would probably, depending on, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say they never call 911. Yeah. But again, y- you know, they, um, you know, they, there would be extra time that would have to be taken. They would have to arrange for transportation. They would also have to call and communicate with the admitting yeah. Um, yeah. physician, the ER attending. And again, if you come in to an ER and you don't necessarily have that automatic, like, hey, I'm Dr. So-and-so's patient, this, you know, and they already know what's going on, you may end up sitting in the waiting room filling up paperwork as you're internally bleeding. Gotcha. So this ruling puts it all in the hands of the abortion clinic. It gives the abortion clinic a lot yeah. More opportunity to do a lot more harm, whether yeah. intentional or just by happenstance. I mean, it's the same thing if you have um, a plastic surgery office, right? Yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have a plastic surgery mm-hmm. near, you know, without having some sort of major hospital center nearby. Whether you know, with plastic surgery, you don't often need to have necessarily admitting yeah. privileges yeah. because you know, oftentimes again, selective <laughs> surgery, and depending on the scope of the surgery. You know, if you, you know, tear a little piece of your ear off or your nose, it's not like life or death, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, so you have more time to play with. So this opens it up um, because a lot of states weren't, weren't doing this, what Louisiana is doing anyway. But now it's unconstitutional according to the court. So they According can't to the court, it. but I don't, I, but again, it goes back to the original. It can't be mandated. State. Right. So, well, yeah. this, okay. So you could still come up with a state law, like if Georgia wanted to try to pass a state law that said. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say, for instance, and this has been tried by other states that you, um, Texas did actually last year, yeah, yeah. that you have to be, if you have an abortion clinic, you have to be within half an hour of a hospital center mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. for all the reasons I outlined and more, right? Because you want to yeah. have access to advanced care. You don't want to compromise the patient if they have any complications. And two, should the baby survive, obviously the abortion clinic is not the appropriate place for them. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So- they're, in the, they're in the business of killing babies, not saving them. Because we know the abortion clinics are not going to say, okay, you know, because they have every right to have that position on duty, even without the law, but we know they're not going to do it now. We know because I cost, mean, well, cost well, is a big well, part again, of that, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, again, I mean, you can try to mandate that on a, on a state level. But, but not anymore, according to the ruling, right? I mean, according well, to this ruling, you can't. I mean, it's you, unconstitutional. You can, you can still challenge the ruling and, yeah. and make the language of the law different in such a way that well, they would have to bring up happen. a second. Yeah. yeah. And and that's probably what will happen. Yeah. But I mean, again, it just defies all logic. What is con you don't have a constitutional right to an abortion. So therefore Mm-mm. the constitutional right to not have well, a doctor on staff. <laughs> we talked about it earlier that Roe v. Wade is bad law. It was a um, oh, terrific law. Yeah, it's terrific yeah, law. You it don't was... have there's no magic Mm-mm. there's no magic hidden subversive right to an abortion yeah. in the constitution. In fact, nope. if you think about it, abortion violates the constitutional rights of the American citizen that is currently inside you. Yep. Now, I, you know, what, 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 the, what about that? What about that citizen's rights? Yeah, what know, about right? that baby's first amendment rights? What about yeah, that? That is a baby. Rights? It is a baby. It is it a is. baby. It is. It a human is. being. Mm-hmm. And, at six weeks, you have a, at, at least yeah. you have a heartbeat, depending on what, you know, what, um, sign, "Quote unquote science you ascribe to, yeah, you know, right. said baby begins to be able to actually. Well, it's only science when they want it to be anywhere science. from like maybe ten upwards of like twenty weeks. I mean, you. I mean, yeah, 
Well, yeah. we, all, we all know, we all know that science to the left is, is only science when it fits their agenda. That's it. It's not science. Yeah. Because if, if they truly did believe in science, one, this whole global, this, this, they used to call it global warming, climate right. control nonsense is, defies science, their logic at least. I mean, it's just absolutely asinine. I mean, I mean no, no one's denying that the climate is changing. Well, if the climate didn't change, if the climate, the climate didn't change, we'd probably all be dead because we need climate to change. We, I mean, but, that's called the four also, seasons. Also, though, I mean, the arrogance of the left to assume mm -hmm. and to attribute all said climate change to human behavior. I don't I'm believe that. Human behavior isn't responsible in part. I'm, I'm sick and it. tired of these uh, people on the right who acquiesce and say, okay, it's changing somewhat. I don't believe it at all. I don't believe that we have affected the climate. There is no scientific, there's no data that suggests that the earth has warmed. In fact, there's data to suggest that the earth has cooled. In fact, there's data to suggest that the earth goes in cycles of warming and cooling. Which, and which, before, which, which makes sense. Which yeah, makes sense. way before or the combustion the engine was about, right? There, there's way before factories, we've had this throughout history, throughout time. So yeah. I don't buy any of that. I don't, I don't buy into, oh yeah, the, the earth is uh, warming and we are part of the problem. No, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say that we don't contribute at all to said maybe a potential acceleration. Cow farts contribute to it. <laughs> Cow farts, people. Well, Cow no, no, I, farts. I, I understand. What I'm yeah. saying is I'm not discounting the possibility for human activity and behavior to possibly yeah. affect the climate in some way, shape, or form. I mean, we were able to just make huge holes in the ozone, which now which, that C which um, now that CFCs have been outlawed for many decades, the ozone <clears throat> is now intact. Yeah, and there's no such thing as acid rain. So for you crazy people who still purport that the acid rain is a problem, it has not been a problem since approximately wasn't fixed by 1990 something. Was Sorry. Not that was not fixed by government. No, it was fixed by the eradication and usage mm -hmm. and non-usage of CFCs. Yeah, well, it was fixed by consumer demand because the consumers were pissed off and expected better or else they would have taken it out on the company profit. So companies acquiesced as how things should work. Huh. It should be we, based on consumer are, demand. In, in conservative circles, what do we call that? I think it's market forces, right? Yeah, right, right. Market forces. We, yeah, think, we're a capitalist what, society, what, right? What is what, what part? And market forces is the theory of market forces. Yeah, go figure. The larger is a major part of what theory of governance and economy? Can you tell me? What does the government produce? I believe it's called capitalism. Yes. What does the government capitalism. produce? I'm like, I'm like somebody to tell let me, me. Let me ask you this question. What the hell does communism produce besides uh, pain and suffering? Nothing. Capitalism has lifted more people out of poverty exactly. than communism. Well, I won't say than communism has put into poverty. Well, communists is killed because they probably killed more people than that too. So yeah, oh, yeah. communists is just bad Calling all around. Mao. Calling Mao. Yeah. Uh, now, not now, people. Mao, M A O. <laughs> Mao, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, remember those history books that you say I didn't read? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite subject, by the way, was history. I don't know if you could tell. I love history. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah. he, he loves to give me a hard time, but you know what? I, I throw it right back at him in, <laughs> in spades. Best, best moment. Oh, wait a minute. That wasn't yeah. racist, was it? Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I totally forgot that that was a potentially racist. Oh, I hope there are no protesters around here. You know what pisses me off, too, about this Black, Black Lives Matters people? What, what's with all the white people? I mean, and not, not that it's a bad thing, but they're so stupid. They just suck into this Again, Black Lives Matters movement listen, because they don't understand listen, really what it's nothing about. nothing else, Black Lives Matter should be the poster for why middle middle. In, uh, like middle income, like middle yeah. class people need to give their children something to do. Well, I know they need you, to beat I know their ass is what they need to do. They need to, they need to shut off their phone or make help. them pay for but their honestly, own phone. Though, if you have children who grow up, have never had any responsibility, yeah. never had to provide themselves with their own pocket money or learn the value of a dollar, yeah. why should they respect anyone else's property yeah. when they come out the other side? Mm-hmm. So, if they, not like that though, but again, if, I mean, there's, Okay, kind of, I know you're not a huge country music fan. Nope. But like Alan Jackson, like, I mean, he writes so many songs how like he had an objective in mind, right? He was a young yeah. man. He wanted to get laid. He wanted to get with a pretty girl. So guess yeah. what? He went out. He made money, bought himself a truck, there went to work, made more money so he could take said girl out so he could yeah. get laid. It go. works. That's... And you know what? He didn't destroy property. No. He was productive, contributing member yeah. of society, and eventually he got married and had so, babies. Like I, that's I how the world's supposed to work. I forget what pundit I was listening to. I think it was Michael Knowles. I don't know if you've listened to him. I, I, I actually really enjoy Michael Knowles. I okay. mean, a lot, a lot, sometimes he's like a little too like, oh my God, I love Trump. I totally like do him, yeah. but you know. Well, I don't know if it was Michael Knowles or I did listen to a little bit of Ben Shapiro. I don't think it was yeah. Ben Shapiro. I heard this. Basically, and I'm going to paraphrase the best I can, that you know, you've got the two leaders of the Black Lives Matters movement. They're Marxists, right? They're Marxists. So yeah. what happens when they get what they want? You've got all these useful idiots with these suburban white kids. They are the epitome of useful idiots. Well, guess what happens? When those two Marxists acquiesce and get power, those mm-hmm. useful idiots now become a liability and they're they're put they're away. The chopping block. Yeah, they're put on the chopping block because why? Why are they a liability? Well, because we already know that they're easily riled up. So once the two Marxists get the power, the useful idiots now are a liability and they get eliminated. So yes. I mean, people wake up. Look. Well, at I think I think on. I think at Animal Farm weren't the uh, weren't the piglets the first to go? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then the horse. The horse went to the glue factory. But the horse yep. was all for it. The horse was all for Animal Farm. And the horse was useful an idiots. Got... Yeah. yeah. All of you useful idiots out there, guess what happens when you get your way? And it's not your way because you're too stupid to have your own way because you're following these evil bastards. You get, you get suicided. Yeah. Whether, they, yeah. Whether, whether it's actually suicided yep. or metaphorically or yeah. you just get doxxed until You'll you get wish prison. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, you will not get the utopia you think is out there. There is no utopia. No. There is no utopia until we die and hopefully go to heaven and are rejoined yep. with God up. Whether I don't know if you, some people believe heaven is like literally up in the sky. I don't know. That's I, mm-hmm. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. No. But you know what? Whatever heaven ends up being, that the is utopia. in the sky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once we, once we. I mean, um, I, mean that, I mean, that is utopia. Aside from heaven. There, there, not, no such thing exists. Yeah, once we gave into sin as a creature, humans, hey, we're we got to deal with this now. So there is no utopia on Earth, none. Nope. So, but so, uh, uh, I got to tell you, it's just this, this, this kind of, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It is just crazy what's going on. But I have hope. I have found hope in an app. I mean, I have hope tonight. Maybe the science oh. finally stopped. I think it only took twenty minutes. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I was, uh, you know, I shared with this a little bit yesterday on the podcast with Dr. D that I recently um, got on TikTok, which I've, I've resisted because I'm not social media type person. I, I asked, I asked E if he wanted to like, oh, maybe we should try to like promote the podcast yeah. Twitter on uh, TikTok. He's like, the Chinese own TikTok. We're not. Yeah, I know. I did. I did say that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're not, we're not making them any money. So like, I get on there and I'll, you know, cause I'm all about marketing. I'm all about seeing how we can expand our reach. And, uh, I started playing around on there and what I found blew me away. I was literally floored. I'm sitting here going, Oh my gosh. And what I found is these kids, late teens, early twenties, I guess they're adults, um, yeah. are pro Trump, mm-hmm. very conservative and they're fighting back. They put out this stuff unapologetic. They just put out this stuff. They're pro-conservative. They're pro-Trump. They do it with a smile. And in the comments, all these other leftists are trying to attack them, and they still fight back but with a smile. And it's like they are unwavering. It is amazing to watch. People are calling them ignorant. People, I, one guy was calling this girl who's a conservative juvenile. And the way he was saying it, he sounded like this little punk. He was the one being juvenile. And she's just sitting there, you know, basically letting him rant. And she's making these funny faces, mocking him. I'm sitting here and it's video after video, white, black, Latina. I mean, it's video after video. And I'm like, holy, holy crap. And then you see all these black youth males that, you know, stereotypically you may you know, not want to be on the same side of the street with if you saw in a dark alley or somewhat. And they're also pro-Trump, conservative. And I'm sitting here going, where's the media? Where's the media talking about this? Because these kids are on fire over at TikTok for Trump. So I I think I mentioned when I went to the gun range, I mean, there were several of the employees who were working at the gun range who were black. Like, and not like mixed. They were like, like full black. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, the media is telling us a story. They're not giving us the story. They're telling us a story that uh, blacks are being oppressed, that blacks uh, hate the police. This is not true. There are a group. There are a large group. There are useful idiots in the black community that are in these riots. But that is not what is happening. That is not the face of black America across the United States right now. Yeah. And uh, sadly, sadly, you see it on TikTok, but you don't see it anywhere else. You don't see it in the media. They will not show well, it. Well, you know, you said something interesting to me the other day. You're like, you know what? You know why the Chinese, you know, mm-hmm, have TikTok? Mm-hmm. It's so that they can monitor what's going on with the American youth. Yes, yes. Well, are. I mean, if I were, I mean, and, and I'm sure there's plenty of left wing things on on TikTok as well. I just don't, you know, really want to follow there are, them. There are. There are. I see them elsewhere, but. It would be if you're attempting to take down a country from within, it would be pretty disheartening yes. and discouraging to see all your hard work. And then all of a sudden, you know, with a diabolical, was a Dr. Evil yeah. like this. So let's and, delve into, um, you know, just like see, see that there's actually something still left so, of the American dream and the American spirit. With that said, let's go into the conspiracy mind that we were in yesterday. Let's carry it over a little bit. The Chinese are seeing this. They know our media won't report it. They know it. They're useful idiots, our media. So the Chinese are seeing really what's happening. So how much of what's happening in our country is influenced by those foreign entities, possibly the Chinese? You know, a friend of mine may have COVID. She's a retail manager. 
and she's a friend of my wife's. And uh, some Asian lady came into her store and sneezed. Remember before COVID hit, there were all those videos of these Asian women going around to places and touching Amazing. things. Uh, am I oh. going deep into the weeds here oh, of the yeah, conspiracy? Yeah. yeah, no, I totally remember now. Yeah, maybe, just maybe, the Chinese, because the Chi Chinese are communists, and by default, they're evil. I mean, they're just the com any communist regimes are evil regimes, right? So, mm -hmm. how do you break a, a, a strong country like the United States? You break it from within. So maybe yeah. they're following these media, these social trends of these teens on TikTok, and they see this, and they're trying to insert division elsewhere. They know the media is going to follow along with them. Right. So they, they got the, then you got the open society, the George Soros's of the world, right? Mm -hmm. so, you know, we put that conspiracy hat on now. Could that really be happening right now? Could the reemerge of COVID be because of this? Because now all of a sudden COVID's a big issue again. You know. I mean, it could, but I mean, also, I mean, COVID and, and, and it's important to know, well, yeah, there's a, an elevation in number of cases, but yes, but not deaths, except right. according to Joe Biden, there's a well, 20 million deaths, yeah, just a couple of zeros off. I mean, he's not far. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, but, but the people who are coming up with positive tests for COVID happen to be far, 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 Yes. Then the first wave. And yes. you have to remember, just because you test positive doesn't mean you're actively sick. You yep. can test positive and just be a carrier. You can test positive and be completely asymptomatic. Yeah. So I'm, just, I'm so, just wondering what sinister forces are out there. Oh, with. I mean, there's always sinister forces and whether or not you believe in a God mm -hmm. or, the, our, you know, like the Christian God or yeah. Even if you happen to be Muslim or, you know, whatever God you pray to or whatever greater power you believe in. I mean, the overwhelming similarities across the world is there are good, there's good and there's evil, you know. Yeah. So whatever you decide to, whatever you ascribe that to be or whatever you decide that manifests as, I mean, there's constantly a, a you know, there's constantly a battle between good and bad. Yeah. Well, there's I got and and just back to my original point, I, after getting on TikTok of all places, I actually have more hope for our youth now than I did just a week ago. And, and, and I'm just amazed at what I see on there. Just yeah. amazed. There's well, this one you know, kid I was showing I, you earlier. He had mm -hmm. 4 million uh, views of uh, a post that he did. And mm -hmm. he's, he wears his MAGA hat the whole time. And it's just, you know, amazing. But yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's it's still maybe not too too early to you know figure out hey, how you put your I'll, son in like a power of like you know supreme emperor and just uh, control him as a power uh, i will take whatever <laughs> i can get right now because the world is so batshit crazy and back ass words that i need something and we're, uh, we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna tell your kid that he's gonna rule the world one day yeah. and you and i are just gonna like you know yeah. like hey this is what we need to do you and yeah, i'll yeah. control yeah. yeah you know oh hey my eight-year-old he's a conservative he's all pro-trump Oh I, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's his all. son is like totally awesome. Yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna wear a mask. No, no, he, he's he's not. He'll have none of that stuff. So <laughs> no, no, totally straight up, no chaser, just the way we like it. So we do got a couple of gaps on Biden I want to get into today too. Uh, we just mentioned one. He mentioned there's 120 million dead from, dead COVID. from COVID. There's like a little over 120 thousand. Like I said, he's off a couple of zeros, but those are some big zeros. And he says this, by the way, and he's got his mask pulled down. When yeah. he 
when he says this. It's pulled down. I don't have the picture here, but it's pulled he's down still, under he's his still, chin. He's still wearing the black mask. Yeah, yeah, black, yeah, black mask matter. And so that's one thing where Biden did. Then we got another where he is um, given an interview and he he um, miss miss misnames Trump or he meant to say Obama and he said Trump. And then he totally screwed up the other script. So Joe Biden, and so you ask other parts of a question. I can't remember what the other ones were. One was what I'm going to do about immigration. What was the other part? What was that? That's quote unquote Joe Biden. And uh, it's just barely there, Biden. Yeah, barely there, Biden. The man cognitively is just not there. And Trump went after him, too. I had that pulled up and I lost it. Ah, so Trump also is just dogging on him. Here it is right here. This is a Trump quote. Look, Joe's not all there. Everybody knows Trump replied. And it's sad when you look at it and you see it, you see it for yourself. He's created his own sanctuary city in the basement or wherever he is. And he doesn't come out. Right. It's awesome. But seriously, the guy who does not believe cognitively the man is losing it. Who? I, I mean, I think I think we mentioned yesterday. I mean, I think basically what happens is, you know, they parachute in probably Andrew Cuomo at the yeah. end or oh, whoever. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the ticket will be Andrew Cuomo and Elizabeth Warren or Andrew Cuomo and Kamala Harris. Oh, they'll lose, though. I mean, I hope that happens because they'll lose. There's no way. There's no way if they do that, they have a fractured party. And in Listen, history, we never thought, we never thought, what is it, uh, Mayor, uh, what was her name, Durkin? Yeah. I, I never thought Durkin would allow Seattle, even even as a piece of crap leftist yeah. as she is, no one would have ever, like if six months ago you would have told even the mayor herself that she would have allowed Seattle, like an Summer essential, of essential part of, of love. yeah, that yeah. she would have allowed a bunch of thugs and anar- anarchists to overtake the city center. Yep. She well, says, Chad is, like, Chaz is no more. They, they finally angry. went in there. And, yep. But um, Chaz here's Chaz has been chopped, y'all. Chaz <laughs> has been chopped. That's right. Well, it, let's say they try to replace Biden. They can't replace Biden and win the election. They just can't. It, it just won't happen. I mean, you go back again. Never. I mean, dude, never say never. Now, You're I, always it, asking, "What's this, next?" This, if they did that, it would be the worst thing possible for the Democrat Party. It, in, this is in the history of elections in this country. This has happened. Like in the 1860 election, the Democrats were fractured. And thank God they were fractured because they lost because they wanted slavery and Abraham Lincoln won. So thank God they were fractured. You have a Northern Democrat Party and you had a Southern mm-hmm. Democrat Party. And they were, so, split, they were split on the Democratic Party as a whole was split on the issue of yeah. slavery. So they had a Northern candidate who was anti-slavery and a yeah. Southern candidate who was pro-slavery. But uh, he wasn't exactly anti-slavery. He just didn't want to be as aggressive as the other guy. But anyway, so let's <laughs> say the uh, Biden goes, well, I'm realizing that I'm really too out there cognitively i can't do it i'm going to step away from my health for my family blah 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 whatever excuse they give and they put somebody else in there he's already won the nomination now they've got a fractured party because you know the infighting of the democrat party what happened to bernie i mean they're not they're not even talking about bernie they won't bring him in i will say if if they try to parachute cuomo in there and i will specify andrew cuomo because they're not gonna well lord no lord I hope they don't try to parachute Chris Cuomo in there. Uh, uh, <laughs> Andrew Cuomo. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God. But um, no, if they parachute, you know, Chris or Andrew Cuomo in there, you know, I mean, I don't know that there's going to be a whole lot of fracture. I mean, Andrew Cuomo will come in there, act like he owned the place. 
And, you know, as much as they love to tell, oh, we're pro-woman, we're pro-blah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Andrew Cuomo would be a far more appealing candidate than any of the previous would-be nominees. I oh. mean, and it's, it's just a fact. He's a moron. You know, I mean, the dude even, the dude even has nipple piercings, you know? Oh, he's a, he's a, <laughs> it is not intelligent. He is. I didn't say he was intelligent. All I'm saying is a far better, he, Andrew well, Cuomo would be a far I will, better I will make this candidate prediction. for the Democratic Party than any, any of the would-be nominees. I will make this prediction. It won't happen. Biden's going to get it. He'll bring on his running mate. Right now, they're trying to figure out whether or not it's the black chick or the white chick. That, that's all they're Elizabeth trying to figure Warren out. Harris. Although, yeah. Yeah. I still maintain that there's, a decent, there's still a decent chance that Keisha Lance Bottoms is going to be picked I, up. I'm, I'm, I'm not even hedging bets on who it is. All I know is he's either going to be a black chick or a white chick, and that it's most likely going to be a black chick. That's all I know. I think, I, honestly, I think if it's a black yeah. chick, I think you only have two – well, I think you have three options. Yeah. You've got Kamala Harris. You got Stacey Abrams and you have Keisha <laughs> Lance Bottoms. Oh God, I would love Stacey Abrams. I think is an absolute. I don't think that's. I don't think there's any. Yeah. I don't think she has a snowball. A snow. No, no, no. Nobody's Kamala no, Harris has like Kamala Harris has like a fifty-fifty. Well, you know, and he, Lance, I think the odds are for Keisha Lance Bottoms. I don't know. I think what happened recently, I think it screwed her. But you never know what the Democrats. You, you, yeah, just, but you know what? I think, I think it, it follows their narrative. She's doing what they said. And she called the policeman a murderer. That's true. So That's she, true. She, she's sufficiently woke. She is, you know, um, I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, you know, she's, yeah. I mean, she's a smart lady, even though I hate her policies. No, she's the slick. She governs she the city. She presents herself well. Yeah. yeah. She's slick. There's no doubt. She's a better politician than Kasim Reed. Uh, better than a lot of mayors that we've had in Atlanta as far as her, um, mm -hmm. her overall presence, presentation. I mean, she's slick, but she's an arrogant bitch. God. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so. That, that, it, that, may, that may be true, but however, you may be speaking quite ill of our, you know, future. Yeah, right. Could be the vice president, the way things nomination. are going right now. You know, the polls have Biden up. So yeah. we haven't really talked about that. And I don't have any data pulled up, but um, I listen to Eric Erickson. He's a local guy here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And he's got, he said he saw some inside behind the scenes polling and it looks really, really bad for Trump. I'm not worried at all because we're still pretty far out. And we're there hadn't been any debate. Yeah. So this is, this is normal. This happens often. So I'm not worried about the polling right now. Um, what I worry about is that Trump says something so inflammatory, like recently, just yesterday or today, whatever, they're trying to tie him to some guy driving in a golf cart that the white guy yelled, white lives matter. It was like pro-Trump uh, rally of some sort. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what the media didn't show you was there was a, a leftist agitator to that guy to where he, this okay. is how he replied back, right? Because there was a leftist in the crowd agitating the guy and the media didn't show you that. Yeah. Now, not a good, bad, or indifferent. It was a stupid statement from the guy. Trump tweeted well, it. Well, I mean, out. I mean, it, it would have been, yeah, but the outcome would have been the same had he said all lives matter. Or You're right. You're absolutely matter, right. Yeah. Yellow lives matter. I mean, there may yeah. be some of our viewers who aren't aware, but years ago, you know, there would be some people, and this would be, you know, a racist epithet, but, yeah. you know, Asians would be, referred, would be referred to as yellow. Yeah. Or, yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, so no, I mean, it would be the, but the outcome, my point being, though, the outcome would have been the same had he said, had this person said, "Brown lives matter, white lives matter, yeah. all lives matter, yellow lives matter." You know, everyone's lives matter. Yeah. Anything other than Black lives matter would have been touted as being inflammatory. Oh yeah, but um, uh, it, just uh, I'm speechless sometimes with all this crap that goes on. So if Trump can 
contain himself and not say anything really, really bad. Uh, he'll get through this one. This one is not really that bad. The media is going to blow it up, which they'll do every little thing. It doesn't matter. I mean, Biden can sit there and stumble, have to read all his papers, forget his words, can't speak. But Trump holds a glass with two hands and it's, you know, now he's he's not fit to serve. Right. Yeah. But I think I think, though, you know, Trump has been largely silent for too long. Yeah. And I think honestly, like, I mean, yeah, he keeps touting law and order and he's a law and order president, but there hasn't been a whole lot of show of force. Or even, I mean, if you want to to talk actual reform, how about implementing, instead of, you know, purporting or pushing a bill that says, oh, we're going to outlaw lynching. Okay, well, that's ridiculous. No one is saying that lynching is a good idea, right? And lynching is still... It's illegal. A capital crime, dude. It's like first degree murder. I mean, obviously, if you try to lynch somebody or you successfully lynch somebody, there was a hell of a lot of mens rea involved. So you can definitely prove, if you can prove someone actually lynched somebody, you can definitely prove first degree murder, which can be a capital offense. Um, You know, know, looking at what's going on with the election, you know how I know that the Democrats are still scared. hmm. They're bringing up Russia again. They're bringing up the Russia hoax. Yeah, I mean, 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 just... Crawl in a hole and die. Here's here's an article I have up from the American Thinker. Uh, Smackdown, Richard Grinnell puts rabid leftist Ted Lieu, who's a piece of blank, in his place over new Russian hoax, canard. Mm -hmm. So uh, Ted Lieu's trying to bring up the Russians, want get Trump elected. Uh, Susan Rice just recently brought up the whole Russian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I saw that too. I mean, Susan Susan Rice needs to crawl back into the ooze from which she came. I mean, God, she really is slimy, that. isn't she? Oh, she's disgusting. And, and you talk uh, about a useful idiot. I mean, she's about as useful yeah. as an no, idiot No, but, but Trump, Trump, honestly, at some point, and a, a lot of his followers are saying the same thing, but even the people yeah. who weren't like, I was not a Trump, like I was not like on the Trump train like during the primaries. I voted for Ted Cruz. Yeah, same here. Same I, here. I wanted, same here. I, I voted for Ted Cruz. You know who I wanted yeah. to vote for? I wanted to vote for Chris Christie. Oh, no, not me. Um, we we, well, we part ways there. Yeah. Well, I, that's And that's okay. That's yeah. okay. But what I'm saying is Trump was not my would-be candidate. No. Trump was not my would-be candidate. Mm. That was I was a little pissed whenever he got the nomination. I was like, holy shit. That was not what I, I wanted. I thought we lost the election. Oh, I think a lot of us did. But you yeah. know what? A lot of us reluctantly voted for him. Yeah, and did. a lot of us are actually, you know, since then, relieved that, you know, it I, worked out far better than we ever expected. I actually think he's, he's doing better than Cruz would have done. I, I still like Ted Cruz. I you still know, think I he's an incredible guy. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because obviously, if Cruz had been, had become president, a lot of things would have transpired in a different manner. So mm-hmm. I don't really think, I, I just don't think you can say he would have, Trump would have been a better president. Trump's a better well, I don't think Cruz would have fought back the media like Trump does. I don't think he would have, and not fought back, that's not the phrase I should No, be, no, he uh, would not have, well, he would not have, there, so before Trump, yeah. there was no, like, there was no major, r- you know, red leader, meaning like a Republican leader, like conservative leader actively doxing and trolling the left right yeah that was not a thing like owning the libs was not a thing before trump owning the libs was not a thing now now it's a commonly used phrase hashtag owning the libs i mean you you know what i'm saying like that was not a thing so trump came up with a lot of stuff but you know like he's got to do something now because the country is an active crisis you have people like myself who are professionals trying to go about our daily lives and actually having to traverse into certain parts of cities in metropolitan areas and are legitimately afraid for our, our personal safety. 
you know, just yeah. because of the fact that we actually have to traverse into these areas, which ordinarily, yeah, they may not be the best places of town, but you know what? Like I should be able to go downtown. I should be able to go to Buckhead and go to the Palm. I right? don't want to go to Buckhead now. Yeah. No, I, no, no. You know what? For my birthday dinner with my friend this past Friday, I ended up going to one-on-one steak. Delicious meal, by the way. Highly recommend. <laughs> but I would I really wanted to go to the Palm. I had never been to the Palm. I've never been to a The Palm restaurant. Like that's, yeah. I, I wanted to go. My friend has lots of friends there. We would have been treated like royalty. It would have been amazing. But because of its physical location, I can't go now. No, it's right I there by Lennox. <laughs> no. And then I have friends who literally have been pulled over in certain parts of town. And they're like, hey, you know what? You probably shouldn't be here. It's yeah. dangerous. There's been people who have been approached. They're like, hey, you're driving while white. Get out. Hey, I have um, a, a real funny uh, TikTok video because, you know, I'm all on TikTok now and I'm yeah. fun with TikTok. The, I'll see if I can. No, I can't believe, I can't believe it as myself. But there's, I'll see if I can paint it up. So, you know, this, these two do a video. This black guy's in a car. He gets pulled over by a police officer. Mm-hmm. And the police officer pulls him up. He goes, uh, you know how fast you're going? Yeah, yeah, 70 miles. Why were you going so fast? Uh, because I'm in the hood, the black guy yeah. says. Police officer goes, do you have a gun in your car? He goes, no, sir, I don't. He goes, well, you should. Hold on. Let me get one for you. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. No, and, and you know what? This, but the sad thing is it's true. Yeah, it is. So yeah. Honestly, you know, I mean, there may be cities that are already lost. I mean, I think Atlanta as, oh, a, yeah. as a whole, I uh, think Atlanta's lost. After this last month, I, I tend to yeah. agree. I yeah, don't know I mean, if we I, can pull think, out of this. I think, I think Atlanta, I think we've entered a Chicago. A we're going to be Chicago. We're heading towards Chicago. Yeah. We're we're in we're in a period where we're gonna it's it's gonna get worse even oh yeah no, it's gonna get so yeah. much worse but we're definitely entering a period in which you know our city is going to you yeah. know descend further and further and further into violence and chaos and just complete you know anarchy yep. and um, Trump needs to do something about it Trump is the you know the commander in chief and if he is a law and order president he has not been doing a whole lot of keeping the law and order no. Well, I was trying to find an article or something to end on a positive note. I do not have one. So, um, yeah. well, I mean, positive, you know, we have survived another day. We have survived another day, <laughs> you know. We have survived another day. It was a beautiful day outside oh, yeah. today. It's a be- you know? beautiful, a beautiful summer, um, summer yep. day, despite the uh, Sahara desert storm. Oh, on a positive note, I have, I'm going back to the range on Saturday. Nice. Uh, that's going to be fun. I yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna yep. celebrate the 4th of July in a truly, in truly American fashion. I'm going to go shoot some me some guns. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, you know, um, we, may, we, not, we may not have access to fireworks on the 4th of July, but damn it, <laughs> I'm going to make my own noise. Well, on that note, tell everybody uh, our platforms where they can interact yes, with us. We are on Facebook. We, we are, are on Twitter. We are on TikTok. We are. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord! Parlor, um, we're on Parlor and Parlor. Yeah, and uh, E can be found at the PBL at the PBL podcast, and on Twitter, my handle is at the PBL podcast one. Make sure you go check us out on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you give us five stars and like, listen, and share with all your friends yes. and family. And if you happen to know any leftists who maybe you know, kind of maybe in the mood or open to different ideas and viewpoints um you know share we 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 want to we want to keep creating this content for you we want to keep we want we want to keep putting this out there one we enjoy it and two we find we we really think it's a valuable thing that we're doing 
um, you know, we want to keep doing it. Well, we're having so, fun. We're having fun. We with really this are. We, we really we're getting are. a lot of positive uh, response feedback mm -hmm. from you guys, so we appreciate it. Listeners, 28 states now, 10 countries, so it keeps growing. Uh, but we do want to hear from you, politicsandbrownlicker at gmail.com. Tell us what we can do better. Give us some topics. Yeah. Help us out and yeah, uh, support it, the yeah, show. Or just, or just, you know, ask us a question. Yeah. You know, you want to get our, our take on it. I mean, neither one of us purport to be experts on well, we'll make mistakes or history or anything, but you know what? We'll, we'll give you, uh, uh, we'll give you our honest opinion, straight up, no chaser, yep. just how we like our There liquor. you go. That's it. Yep. Find us on all our platforms. Uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash politics and brown liquor and support us through some financial support. You can give mm -hmm. us as much as a dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. We'd appreciate yep. any help you can get to help us pay for these inexpensive microphones and such, <laughs> right? So maybe we yes, can uh, And, you know, keep your ears peeled. We are actually in the process of, building a website and yep. also a conservative business directory yep. so if you happen to be a conservative business owner and you would like your business featured on our business directory on our website know. please hit us up at politics and brown liquor at gmail.com yeah and if you're if you're one of the tiktok kids uh you know engage with me on tiktok i'm having a lot of fun with you over there and uh you <laughs> would, would love to hear would i would hear from you yeah, yeah. Let's let's have a lot of fun. So I put yeah. uh, if you love guitars, I'm doing videos on TikTok with my guitars. I play like crap, but hey, I got a lot of guitars, so at least you can see some cool. Or, or you guitars. know, you could just shoot him a video of a squirrel. There you go, squirrel. Very apropos. Squirrel. All right, squirrel. all right. Well, Doctor C, you have a wonderful night, and uh, yeah. everyone else, we'll see everybody next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. -bye. Bye